get it. And I'm a girl camper. I go places and I do things in my Liberty Outdoors lightweight towable trailers. Along the way, I meet many interesting people traveling the back roads, and I want to share their stories with you. We will talk about the qualities of what makes a girl camper and how you can be a girl camper too. The girl campers are having a party, and you're invited. Stay tuned while I share what's happening on the back roads of America the Beautiful. Welcome, I'm Janine Pettit, girl camping ambassador, blogger, adventurist, and podcaster. And this is a mini episode of the Girl Camper Podcast. I am on sabbatical for the month of January. I am going to be back February 5th with all of our regular full-length shows. But for the month of January, I am talking about transforming. Our theme at the Girl Camper Podcast for 2019 is transforming in 2019. I looked around at some of the women I know who have been following me and who I've come to know over the years, and I have three years under our belt here at the podcast, and there are women who, at the very beginning, three years ago, were ready to go, and they're stalled. They still haven't bought that trailer, got out on their first trip, joined a group yet. That got me to thinking about transforming. What is it that stalls us? And I invited my nephew, Bob Thompson, who is a transformation expert, to share his knowledge with us over the next five weeks. So last week, we talked about the mind game, the mindset you have to be in. And today, Bob is here again, and we're going to be talking about stumbling blocks. Bob, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be back. Uh, You know, I, I really... I think it's so important to acknowledge right from the get-go, no matter what it is you're trying to transform, whether you're trying to um, get a handle on your finances or spend more time with your mother or get some weight off, you're going to hit stumbling blocks. And it's, it's a good idea to just recognize that and acknowledge it from the beginning. Absolutely. Just be cognizant of it that in a perfect world, Getting from point A to point B would be a straight line and success of whatever you're trying to achieve would be there. But understand it's not going to happen. There's okay. going to be roadblocks. There's going to be setbacks. That's that's fine. We have to just know either how to, to prevent it, mm-hmm. how to mitigate it, or when it happens, what to do. So, Bob, you own a series of gyms. You have eight gyms yourself. You have 20 gyms all together with your franchises. Um, you own a supplement company. In six years, you grew, You six years ago, it's hard to believe <laughs> we were at your college graduation. We're all so proud of you. And here you are six, six years later, and you had to have hit stumbling blocks on your road here. All the time. All the time. <laughs> all the time. So we can turn these things into opportunities if mm-hmm. we want. But I like what you have been sharing with me because you're you're my mentor. <laughs> and you say that the number one thing about stumbling blocks is try to reduce the possibility of them happening to begin with. And you have some principles for reducing the possibilities and making the road clearer for your success. And the first thing you always say is to create an environment. Tell me what mm-hmm. you mean by that. Absolutely. So before we actually get into the environment, one of the things I I want to kind of tie in two things. One thing we talked about last week Mm -hmm. is when we're preparing for uh, setbacks or roadblocks Mm -hmm. or anything like that, we have to understand that we have to have a belief in ourselves. Okay. Because we have to understand that we can accomplish anything and 
that is the number one thing that we have to have as the foundation to then overcoming the setbacks. And then especially if this is something that's new to you, mm-hmm. also remember that we are in our past. No matter what has happened in our past, we can still accomplish way more than we think we're capable of, even if we've never done it before. Defined by that. Yes, absolutely. So with that, with these five things that we've talked about and we've kind of outlined of of allowing you to set yourself up really for success and and overcoming these setbacks, number one most important thing is creating that environment. How do you do that? You have to put yourself in a position to be successful. If you're not putting yourself in a position to be successful – then you're already hampering whatever you're trying to accomplish from the very get-go. It's like trying to drive with the e-brake on. It's just really going to be super tough. So you can create your own environment by first understanding where you are right now. Are you in a place that's promoting success? Are you in a place that's promoting, if you're trying to get out of credit card debt, getting out of credit card debt? Are you constantly... Spending, spending, spending. And watching QVC. Exactly, yeah. Like <laughs> maybe you gotta, maybe that environment is just taking the TV off your wall so <laughs> okay. that you can't even do it. Getting or rid of cable. Getting rid of cable. And that could be something, if it's so, we have such easy access to really any sort of vice. And if it is, sometimes having to go to extremes like that, getting rid mm-hmm. of candy in your house, mm-hmm. getting rid of the TV that's mm-hmm. on your wall. Blocking your phone at certain times if you're constantly on your phone or something like that. Right. It's it's shaping the environment for the outcome that you want to have. And okay. That's the number one thing. Well, I, I, I laugh about that, but I did have a friend, and it, it was her habit. She had a very stressful job. And so her habit was to come home, get on the couch, make a bowl of pasta or something, and just watch TV till 10 p.m. Yeah. And so when she got this goal to lose weight, she, she canceled cable. It's a great idea. Be, because she's just like... It's going to be too tempting for me to just crash on that couch. I've got, and, and then the other thing she did is she she didn't go home in between work and the gym. So she would go into the bathroom at her office and change into workout clothes and then go to the gym. She didn't give herself the opportunity to go home like, i got to feed the cat, and while I'm here, I'm going to eat this sleeve of cookies. And you're like, oh, that couch looks so comfortable. I might as well just sit down. I'll go to the gym tomorrow. And that's being super cognizant of those little environmental factors that make differences. Mm -hmm. So that's huge. That's Mm -hmm. absolutely huge. I have this habit of watching the news at lunchtime. Like, I actually keep myself on a schedule here. So mm-hmm. I work in the morning, and around 12, 1230, I sit down. I actually make myself a plate and sit down to have lunch. But I turn on the news, and I watch the news. And if I do not force myself to actually give myself 30 minutes, I could be there at 2 in the afternoon still. Like, I oh, can't absolutely. switch over to HGTV for a few <laughs> minutes. No. I, I don't go to any of the other stations. It's news only. Yeah. Because if I get myself on the Food Channel or HGTV, it's 3 o'clock. Absolutely. And then I, I have a notebook on my lap, but I'm not really working. Yeah. So I, that's that's a little discipline I do to myself. No recreational TV Yes. during work hours. And I think that you, it's understanding that, especially even if, let's say, you work from home or you have an untraditional kind of career path, is that it's still – you still have these objectives that you need to handle and you need mm-hmm. to kind of – like – for me, it's, <clears throat> you know, going into my office, mm-hmm. like even though I live relatively close to my office mm-hmm. and I could walk there in my pajamas mm-hmm. if I wanted yeah. to, is my mindset going to be right if I'm wearing pajamas? Right. No, absolutely not. So, and then I also have to know that there's got to be no other distractions mm-hmm. in my office because it's a time for work. It's a mm-hmm. time to get stuff done. So you're setting it up right then and there so that mm-hmm. you go into this place and you're like, cool, this is what needs to be done. 
Okay. Now, this is, this is the goal that's going to be accomplished in this area. All right. So I really love that. And, and I think by creating that environment for success, whether it's getting all the junk food out of your house, whether it's getting rid of cable, whether it's not just hiding credit cards in your top drawer, but closing the accounts. <laughs> yeah. 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 None of this. Oh, I'm going to put this one between my mattress and I'm going to pull it out if there's a really good sale. Yeah. Like just close the just account. get rid of it. Can't yeah. use it. Cash only if mm-hmm. that's what your thing is. So I love it and, and I, I totally get that and that's a great way to start. But another thing that you and I talked about that you, I never heard this until you told me this. There's basically about five people in the world that we spend most of our time with. And you say you've got to surround yourself with great. Your five people have to be great. You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Wow. And that's something that you, you, you hear all the time. And it's something that when I first heard it, it was so impactful to me. I was like, this is this is true. This is 100 mm-hmm. percent. If you look at a core level, uh, you know the school that I went to. Unfortunately, we had a lot of people pass away in my graduating graduating Good. class uh, from drug overdoses. Wow! So, if you're somebody who doesn't want to go down that path, right. what are your your options? Are either you think if you hang out with people that are doing that, that's what you're going to do? Mm-hmm. Most likely. So if you don't want to do that, you don't surround yourself with those people. Mm-hmm. This also means that maybe you're going to have to find those people to fill your circle with, to fill okay. that those five people with is, you know, if I want to be successful mm-hmm. in weight loss or something like that, maybe those people that I should spend the most time with aren't people that are constantly going out drinking, that aren't eating like garbage, that are mm-hmm. looking maybe for self-improvement so that when I'm with them, that's what our focus is on. And we're encouraging each other to have really similar habits and everything of that mm-hmm. nature. It's not about food. But yeah, I mean, if yeah. you just look at, ultimately, if you if you look at, at, at groups of people, they are, everybody kind of like carries the similar traits of mm-hmm. the people you're with. So successful people, you really want to like... You think about the book, the the habits of seven habits of very successful people. You want to find those people mm-hmm. who are achieving, and you want to surround yourself with people Absolutely. like that. Yeah. I mean, successful people hang out with successful people. Right. You don't see those people hanging out. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's the people that have have gotten up there. Maybe because you could also argue, hey, people were born with success or whatever, yeah. which is which is obviously true. But people that have then changed their environment and mm-hmm. found those people to spend their time with mm-hmm. are then constantly improving too. So it's something that you can control and get done. Okay. So the, the your top five people, you have to choose them wisely. Now, another thing you say is that you've got to find your tribe. But your tribe is different than the five people. Yeah. I mean, your your five people are really like, those are your, your confidants. Those are the people that you're asking advice from mm-hmm. or getting advice from. Even, you know, it's really uh, that super tight bond. Right. Whereas your tribe are just, those are the people you're spending your time with. All the, mm-hmm. you know, not all the time. It's, uh, we'll use my gym as an example. So, you know, when people go to Legion, like that's their tribe, that's their fit mm-hmm. fam. Those mm-hmm. are the people, they all share a very similar goal so that they all kind of, whether it be on our online private groups or in the gyms, they're all talking about the same things, elevating each other, but ultimately too, like the same issues they're having, the same struggles, mm-hmm. they can relate to each other so they feel comfortable. So that tribe elevates them as a whole. Right. Now, maybe they're 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 interacting with them regularly. Right. They're not maybe sitting down and having a, a dinner and having mm-hmm. sharing personal secrets and stuff like that. But they're surrounded by people that have a like-minded goal in mind. 
Yeah, and I have found, because I see this in the girl camping circles, oh, yeah. when you have that tribe, initially these are like-minded people, but they do become like family. Yeah, that can definitely happen for sure. You see that bond grow. Like, yeah. you are going on a really difficult journey mm-hmm. with people who really understand you. And you're not only celebrating your victories, you're really rooting for them. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And and, and, uh, and I've seen that in the girl camper world. I've, I've seen women at a campground watch somebody pull up for the first time and everybody jump up and start applauding (laughs) her. We throw confetti at them like, you're our girl. We're so proud of you. That's awesome. It it is so important to have that tribe because a lot of people don't have that tribe in their family, in their home. They they just don't have those people. If they're working an eight-hour day in their job and maybe they hate their job and their coworkers hate their job, so now they're surrounded by negativity, Negativity. you need to find something that's going to have that positive... Right. Outlook that's gonna, they're all leading to improve or get better, or have something that you can go to that's gonna mm-hmm. give you that sigh of relief. And you know what I love now? I love that, um, that it doesn't have to be someone in your neighborhood. I mean, we have social media now, and, um, there's a couple of girl campers that I camp with and became very close to over the years, and we text each other every day. One's in West Virginia, my friend Ginny, and my friend Gail is in Ohio, and the three of us are just all day long encouraging each other. And that's my tribe, but they're nowhere near here. I'm actually very similar. So from having, joining masterminds, Mm -hmm. um, and then meeting people in like the, you know, online fitness space or whatever right. at these events, there's then people that we've become super close with that are, you're like, right. you ask for advice from, or you yeah. go to and everything like that. So it's, and that also goes that you can create your own success tribe. by creating your own tribe, by finding your own five people. Mm-hmm. It's not just the, the environment of the place that you were, you're born right. or where you're at right now. Yeah. You can then go create it on your own because of the endless possibilities that are out there. And I love this. I love when um, I say this to people all the time, like women say to me, oh, well, I I can't do that. (laughs) Listen, listen, you're in charge of your own story. You write your own story. You're the Mm -hmm. author of your life. Absolutely. Okay. So sometimes somebody has a husband or someone who's like, oh, that's stupid. Well, you know what? This is your life. How are you going to handle that? Yeah. You're going to say, honey, look, I... I appreciate that you don't get it, but I don't get that whole fishing thing either, but good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. you know, have fun, babe. I'll be yeah. here when you get back. And that's also, I mean, if you're looking in a relationship like that, if that fishing is super important, it doesn't mean you have to share your partner's super big passion. They can then find their tribe right. of fishermen or yeah. fishermen or fisherwomen that then they can, you know, get all that outlet out in there and then yeah. go and relate to you on your other levels of things that you're passionate together with. Exactly. Yeah, and, and, and I love that. And I think that's actually a good thing in relationships to each have your own passion mm-hmm. and be able to support each other. But if To be you, individuals. Right. If you do not have someone in your home, you can create an online um, a friendship and circle of... Um, yeah, and, and it could be it could be online where you're with groups or anything of that mm-hmm. nature. Uh, obviously, I have a lot of dogs. So yeah. <laughs> I like going to a lot of dog groups because yeah. they're all passionate about like Dobermans or whatever, yeah. or with fitness, mm-hmm. or, or even with improving yourself. Um, when it comes down to business, you can find all of those. Yeah. Maybe even starting online, but then finding local groups. Like I'm in a, I'm in an international organization of uh, entrepreneurs, but mm-hmm. I saw that it was online, and then but they each have local chapters, and then it's mm-hmm. international. Uh, so there's the the possibilities are endless of where yeah. you can find these. And it's never really been easier with the way we have True. social media today. Okay, another thing that you say is that 
if you're going to set out on any kind of journey like this, it's really important to have a mentor. 100%. Why? Uh, I've been fortunate to have multiple mentors and multiple coaches mm-hmm. uh, throughout the years, and I still do. When you're starting something new, at the end of the day, like you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I opened my business you know, a little over six years ago, I didn't have any business experience. Mm-hmm. I was you're, you have a degree in like physiology. Yeah, exercise science and, and, uh, and or kinesis or whatever it is called. Uh, so that's what my degree is. I didn't have an intention of opening my own business ever. That yeah. wasn't like the plan out of school. It was, you know, it actually is something I didn't happen to go into. So when I decided to make the decision, I did have somebody that was guiding me who was successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had multiple dry cleaners. And since I was like, all right, cool, I'm going to go open a gym. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> so he, he you know, helped guide me along the way to make the correct decisions because I knew how to do personal training. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew how to train people and that's yeah. it. And he knew how to run a business. And since I didn't know what I didn't know, I didn't know those things. I didn't, I didn't factor you didn't in, find a lease and- you know, find a lease or anything like that. So he, he gave me amazing advice when it came down to, you know, finding the right location. Don't get married to a location. It should be X percent of what your, mm-hmm. your uh, projected gross rev is going to mm-hmm. be and everything of that nature so that you can be successful in the long term. Mm-hmm. So that was like, you know, I was fortunate to have that mentor. And then throughout it, I've had mentors and coaches that have maybe been where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where when I'm, I was scaling my business and it was like, hey, let's, you know, let's have multiple locations or mm-hmm. let's go down this way. I had coaches that I could go to that mm-hmm. could then guide me along the way. And it's important because when we're doing something new or, or whatever, we can get stuck in the moment. We can right. get stuck just, you know, looking at, a, you know, I heard a story of like the juggler. No, you're talking about it. So if you look at a master juggler when they're juggling, mm-hmm. you know, they're, if you pay attention to them, they're not looking at each individual ball and they're juggling, juggling three or four balls or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like life or business or whatever. Mm-hmm. Instead, they're looking kind of at the apex, at the top of where those balls are crossing. And they're throwing those balls up in the air and their arms are moving or everything like that. But if they actually concentrated on their hands, looked down at their hands, looked at the balls, all of those balls would fall. Instead, they're looking at that apex of where the balls are crossing because they know that if they're keeping their focus there, that their mind and their body will then kind of go together with it. And that's kind of what a coach and a mentor can do. They're looking at the top of where you need to be, of the end goal and how you can get there. Whereas us oftentimes can get stuck in the moment and get stuck looking at that one one ball. Like whether so when, when, the, when your mentor sees that you're focusing on your hands, exactly. he's going to say, hang on a minute here, eyes back yeah. up top. Like you're getting stuck in this moment. Let's yeah. like, remember this is where we're going. This is what we need to do. And then get you kind of zoned back in on what you need to be paying attention to. How, how does a person find a mentor? Finding a mentor or a can be tough. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a ton of ways that you can find that. It could just so happen to be somebody in your life, mm-hmm. maybe somebody that you know through your network that has accomplished uh, what you what and you want to do. It doesn't even have to be specifically what you want to do. No, it doesn't at all. And I, sometimes people get their mentors because somebody's like, "Hey, I, I see something in this person." Maybe before you even see it in yourself, mm-hmm. and then they want to kind of help you out. Of course, if you need to find a mentor, you can always find a coach. Okay. You know, that's what I've done oftentimes is finding a coach and uh, whether it be a, a one-on-one coaching, a mastermind style coach or anything like that, that's usually a group or an individual that runs a group that has accomplished what you want to accomplish or you know can help you accomplish what you want to accomplish. So finding that coach or that mentor, that group right there is then usually it's, a, it's you're paying for it, okay. which is absolutely fine because then you're investing into it, which is going to allow you to actually be more 
focused on actually achieving what you're being told or taught or whatever. As opposed to someone just giving you advice. Yeah, giving advice. And then you're like, ah, cool. When you pay for it, it's a different thing. When you pay for it. And also when you pay them, they're going to give you better advice as well. And they're going to be more invested into it as well. Okay. Another thing you say here is that you need to eliminate people who aren't supportive. Absolutely. (laughs) You need to get rid of anybody who's negative or toxic. Like... Mm -hmm. I maybe am a little bit more cutthroat than some other people would be. Mm-hmm. But going back to you are the sum of the five people that you hang, you know, spend your most time with, that's mm-hmm. strong. But also just anybody that you, you can have, you know, acquaintances or even somebody that maybe you grew up with that was negative, that that can really weigh you down. And that's a lot of energy that you don't need to have in your life. So if they're not somebody that's going to empower your life in some fashion, I'm of the belief just to cut them out. Cut them out. Just cut them out. Okay. I'm of the belief that you detach with kindness. Absolutely. Yeah, you don't have to be negative <laughs> to cut them out. They don't even know they were cut out. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, it's like, we haven't seen Janine in so long. Yeah. Like, you, you know, you don't have to be mean. You, you don't have to be, be mean, like, yeah. not make yourself available for mm-hmm. a lunch date with someone that you're going to walk away feeling like, oh, my God, I just, a dump truck crap just fell on me. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just not even, it's not even worth right. it. Life is short. You can't waste it with the negative people. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And um, unconsciously, I did that because I just became so busy that I didn't have time for that kind of stuff anymore. And then when I do have time to do something kind of recreational like that, I'm like very picky about, you know, like there's just people who are so important to me and I want to be able to spend time with them. And they are people that lift you up. Yeah. And you'll make time for that. When they're, when somebody's important or adds value or anything in it of any fashion, you'll find the time for them. Yeah. I always admire this about you because you, you're, you're, Always, your head is spinning. You're always working on the next game plan. But you are a person who really makes an effort to have a work-life balance. You, you I, I do. I try you to. You show up for a lot of family stuff. Well, it's also uh, something that was told to me when I was younger. Um, I mean, you are integrity is extremely important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you say you're going to do something, you have to do it, mm-hmm. even if you don't want to or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's you know, mm-hmm. it, it, you should do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think families also. Super important. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's good. Because you can gain the world. And, yeah. And if you don't yeah. have your family, uh, I mean, for me, they were my early mentors. Um, yeah. You know, I was able to, I was fortunate to grow up in a very loving and, and great family. Uh, so I want to be able to spend time with them. But also, I love to work. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I do, do love to work. I get energized working, improving. I don't really, like, I jump out of bed excited to do what yeah. I get to do. And then I'll stay up super late working. Like, I have no yeah. problem with it. So you do have to energize yourself, though, because mm-hmm. for a lot of people, it can it can lead to burnout. Um, and sometimes you end up doing you, you end up spending so much time when you don't prioritize other aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. You end up spending a lot of time working on things that aren't going to make a difference, mm-hmm. that are just like time suckers. So when you do have that balance where you force yourself to, you know, go out or do whatever, you're going to you're going to prioritize the things that need to get done and, and move things instead of just wasting time on things that don't matter. Okay, so let's recap this whole thing. We're talking today about reducing the possibilities of stumbling blocks and setting yourself up for success. And we're going to do that by creating that good environment, you know, Um, by surrounding yourself with the top five people in your life should be really good people, people Mm -hmm. that really lift you up. 
and finding your tribe, which is different. You know, you want to find people who are making this journey with you and can support you along the way. And who it's really valuable for you when you give your time and energy to other people mm-hmm. to make you feel like such a good person um, to really find a good mentor and pay for it. Get a coach. If you don't have someone like that in your life, pay for a coach and absolutely a life coach or any kind of coach. And then eliminate people who aren't supportive. I agree. Okay, so that was episode number two. This has been so much fun, and I'm really looking forward to the finishing the rest of our series here. Uh, we already talked about the mind game, getting in that mind game, and today we talked about stumbling blocks, but next week we're going to be talking about creating an action plan. You know, this is the uh, ongoing thing that you need to have in order to stay in it. So creating an action plan next week. So Bob, thanks. Thank you so much. Looking forward to the next one. See you next week. See you then. Okay.